then you can start talking now. I'm going to start it because I say a thing at the beginning. Okay. Hey, guys. This is Person About Town. And today, we're walking around with Jared Palapal. Hi. How's it going? And tell them where we are. Our Weirdo Records, and uh, we're going to be walking up and down uh, Mass Ave a little bit. Not down, up, just up. Just up? It's, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> it is cold. He decided to do an outdoor podcast in the middle of winter, or I guess the beginning of winter. So why did you choose Weirdo Records as the place to start? Because uh, I like record stores, and I like stopping by here, and uh, it's nice to be able to get something done while I do this podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. I'm happy you're doing this for efficiency reasons. Yeah, you know, it's also nice because I don't get to be around here. I don't go here much, but I do like to be here because there's, I just don't know what I'm going to find. Like right now, you're looking through records of yeah. people I've never heard of in my life. Some Lee Hazelwood over here. It's very nice. Who's Lee Hazelwood? Uh, country singer and producer. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made From Walking? Yes. That was written by him. Oh, neat. Yeah. And I can't get it back in. I got it. It's good. So what types of records do you find in Weirdo Records? And we're also probably going to talk to the store owner about this. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, just obscure stuff. This is, like, I like going here because I know nothing about world music, but I like to just randomly buy things just to see what they are. I think if you put a genre up against a country, then I'm going to be like, I wonder what that country does with that genre, and then I'm going to listen to it. So I've got, like, a lot of psychedelic stuff from Africa and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of things I pick up over here. Alright. Yeah. So describe the space. It's very tight. Um, some uh, Wes Hazard does a comedy show here like once a month and it's insane that he does it because it's probably some kind of fire hazard. <laughs> There's one door and maybe 16 square feet of floor space. <laughs> but it's a really fun show. Yeah, it's very fun. Everyone would know where the door is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one would get lost. So, on the mic we have Angela. Angela said hey. Hi, it's so nice to have you guys here. <laughs> Very glad to be here and talking to you Yay. on a recording. It's so good. Uh, I'm the person who owns the store. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about your store. Um, it's a record store, <laughs> and uh, I sell all experimental music, um, which no one does. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of times people come in and they're like, hey, do you have any Pink Floyd? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. Go to the record store three blocks away. They have lots of Pink Floyd. Uh, I sell uh, 20th century classical, free jazz, uh, contemporary, like improvised electronics, basically records of people like breaking their dishes and yelling at each other. Uh, lots of stuff in foreign languages, lots of like, I can't believe they made that. Uh, that's all what's in here. Okay. And that confuses people regularly. Yeah, it's very small, and uh, I like hanging out in a closet all day. <laughs> like, what are we listening to right now? Uh, let me figure that out. Um, we're listening to, the store has its own 24-hour-a-day um, online radio station. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's what we're listening to right now. This is a guy named Nelo Costa. He is probably from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I have a lot of like Tom Jones sound-alikes on the radio station from various countries. Okay. Uh, and the radio station is all stuff that is, like, it's not available in a physical form. It's just stuff that like, either somebody gave it to me on a tape over the years, or it's something that has never been reissued, or it's just impossible to get. Got it. Nice. Yeah. So have you found anything? Uh, not really. I've only just looked at the records, but I would like to go over at that side. Where okay. okay. Ah, so guys, when you walk into Weirdo Records, you'll see a main, more open section, and then you go behind a shelf, 
and there is a refrigerator and a microwave and more CDs. Oh, and there's like knickknacks here. I like that you're painting a picture for people. Oh, there are knickknacks. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice. See? I realized that my back turned to them because the other side has all the. What is this? I don't know. Yeah. Something elephants. Yeah. It's skulls with elephant appendages. Yeah. I just like looking around, seeing what random things. What are you looking at now? What this? What is this? This is local cust. Uh, this is. Lone Star Lowlands, I picked it off because there's a record label called Numero that does like a like archival stuff of like old soul and folk music and stuff that's mm -hmm. usually they do a good job. Okay. So I looked at any of those if they're uh, interesting. Oof, I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Yeah, I'm, very, I'm more tired than I thought. Yeah, I think yeah. We, we both had a late night. It was a party. Yeah. And uh, we're suffering the consequences of that. Yeah, that's good. Have you had anything to eat today? Uh, some mango slices. You just had mango slices? I don't know. I was like, if I'm going to get brunch. No, like, I haven't eaten anything at all. Okay. But you just have mangoes, like, sitting around your house? No, I had some dried mango slices oh. and my snack on. And I had oh. some coffee, too. Oh, I didn't, so, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I know you don't have coffee. You don't do coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, this is cool. There's a Rolling Stones cover on the radio right now. That's kind of... I'm just, yeah. I'm just... I love the Rolling Stones. They're my favorite, so I like... That's your favorite band of all time? I think if you took in amount of time and money I've put into them, yes. Okay. I think there are other bands I like more, but like I've known every lyric since I was 15, so. Every lyric to every single Rolling Stone song. I mean, not counting the ones that came out after. After you were 15? Yeah. Then yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I had to take some time to learn that one, those two but albums. But you now know them? Pretty much, yeah. Every single word. Not every single, I guess, but like, there's like most of the main ones, of course, and then like a lot of the albums I listen to regularly. I think I could list maybe three Rolling Stone songs. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I know. It, it's, I've talked to a lot of comics about this because I talk to music about it with everybody. But, like, people seem to be more into the Beatles. And I, I get it, but, like, I've always been a Stones guy. Yeah, I was definitely more into the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I owned all their albums in high school. I did my senior exit project on the marketing strategy that they used in 1963. And then I used that to publicize a band in my hometown. That's the most Kinese thing I've ever How is heard that of? the most Kinese thing I've ever heard? <laughs> Because you took something you loved and you applied it practically and you did something successful with it. It's very nice. What is this? I don't know what that is. I don't either. Yeah. What it says, the funky, funky way. way. I saw him funky and I was like, ooh, I, I could probably get with that. <laughs> I don't want some. What? The guy's got a cool jacket, though. Yeah. This is some kind of Japanese thing that, or I don't know. I don't know the Asian languages, so despite being Asian. Is this a passport? It looks like it. It's a hustle passport. Oh, okay. It's just some kind of thing. No, but it looks cool. Yeah. These people put some thought into this design. Yeah, there's a very good packaging yeah. thing of a CD here. This the was, by the way, my design. Part of the reason I did come here was like, I would love it if I was just describing <laughs> things I'm looking at on a podcast. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what this fun. is about. You're painting a picture yeah. for the, the listeners. Yeah. And, oh, here we go. Okay. There's some jazz here that I've, I could probably get into somewhere. I'm going to look around. I only want to find something that I'm... There are little skulls. Yeah. Yeah. And a skeleton and bowling pins. What? Oh, here we go. World music. This is the world music session? What? Hold on. There's a Sun Ra thing that I... <laughs> that's too much money. Who's Sun Ra? He's a jazz uh, guy I've been getting into lately. Mm. A little bit spacey, a little bit weird. I'm like... I was listening to a lot of jazz before I started listening to music from this year to make my year-end list. Mm -hmm. And now, that's done, so I'm free to do whatever I want.
So tell the listeners a little bit about why it is that you specifically are making a top list of oh. albums. Um, I used to write for a, sort of a music blog, and then I still get a ballot at the Village Voices uh, year-end critics poll somehow. Yeah, I used to write for a, a site that's down now. It was called Assault.it. Uh, it was mostly a t-shirt site, but we generated content. I was the resident hip-hop-tomologist. There's a thing called a hip-hop-tomologist? There is when I'm involved. <laughs> you can't hear this, but I'm shaking my head violently. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, Kenise? Because that's a silly name. It is the best name. It's pretty silly. Yeah, it's pretty silly, but it worked. This also comes up rather frequently, as I know, next to nothing about hip-hop. And I am, I think, I'm not the black person in our group, but I'm one of a few. You, yeah, that, I know, yeah, we all know more than Kenise does. Which, whatever, man, you do you. I, I just live it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's true. That's how I, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to live hip-hop, and you guys can talk about it. I might get... <laughs> what is this that you might get that's it's a $21? Bambara Mystic Soul? I don't know what that is, but it spans five years. The raw sound of Burkina Faso. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but it sounds It's a country. <laughs> Burkina Faso. I don't know the countries. <laughs> I barely know, like, But it's continents. the sound of it. Yeah. How do you, there are only seven. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. There's a major holes in the things I know. Yeah, what? Yeah. You're like Benedict Cumberbatch's version of Sherlock, where he like doesn't know how many like anything about the moon, but he can like notice things and like. Have you ever seen this show? I should watch it. It's I know. It's good. It's on my Netflix queue all the time. Yeah. Have you seen Black Mirror? I haven't yet. It's great. All the podcasts I listen to tell me that I need to listen to it. Well, now your own podcast it. is going to tell you to <laughs> listen to it. Okay, now I'm getting it from my own podcast. Yeah. But I can't watch any TV series until January 1st because i got to crank yeah. through 100 right. new films for the year. That would be a good New Year's Day thing to do because I yeah. think there are only like maybe six hours worth of episodes. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And I will be uh, drinking lots of water and eating, alternating between fruits and fried things. So, yeah, I'm about it. Yeah. I have only seen the first episode, and I did say it was great. So if it takes some <laughs> insane downturn afterwards. I'm going to blame you entirely for a wasted okay. day. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, just so as long as you're prepared for that. Okay, yeah, I can probably prepare for that. Okay. I am prepared to take a lot of blame for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's healthy. I take, okay. I take a lot. Hey, I'm, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. What? These are just like CDRs. Okay. Why did I put this on? I don't know. Yeah. Is the thing you wanted from the the Burkina Faso one? Yeah, I'm gonna get that okay. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wanna go this way? What? Yeah, let's go this way. There's a big poster of a skeleton with an axe. No, it still hasn't. I'm so sorry. Um, I ordered it and it has not arrived yet. Yeah. From backstory, I invo- I uh, saw a thing on a blog and ordered a Brazilian disco CD that has not come in yet. It's... I think you're gonna like it when it does come. It's very um. It reminded me of Irene Cara. Okay. <laughs> I am on board. I was on board with Brazilian and disco. Yeah, it's like Brazilian, late Donna Summer, Giorgio Moriarty. Like, like so many pictures of wet bikini butts <laughs> pop into your head when you're listening to it. It's very <laughs> Don't you tell me what pops in my head when I listen I to disco. <laughs> We're only going to talk about the weird things that pop into my head. That's bad. <laughs> I'll make my own images. Yeah. This is a really good CD. The, this label is fantastic. They're one of my favorites. Do you listen to, like, everything in the store? I do, actually. Wow. As things come in, things come in 
uh, I review and listen to and put up a picture in a sound file for every single title. Really? Oh. I did not know that. So That's I spend all. all day like writing up little record reviews. I used to do that when I was in high school. Like I had like a five CD changer and I'd like pump them in and then I'd drink like four sodas and just pump out reviews yeah, all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pump out record reviews. Uh, that's what that Pepsi's for. Ah, okay. <laughs> Keep you going through it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It works. So yeah, I write several record reviews every day, and that's what I do when I'm not going to open mics, is sit in front of this desk and do that. Yeah, it's pretty good. That sounds more fun than open mics. Actually, open mics are pretty fun. Yeah. I like them. Nice. You're probably more tired of them than I am, but yeah, I, li I like awkward stuff, and that is just like... Uh, awkward things clashing into each other from different angles at all times. Angela is also a stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, uh, much worse than Jer and... <laughs> <laughs> but I have a great time, it's really fun. Yeah, I, uh... Not much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, in general, I think I like music more than comedy, but I'm just... Really? I'm, yeah, I'm just better at comedy. <laughs> well, I've known about music a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing... I've been working in record stores around town for about 25 years, wow. and uh, I've been playing music around town for about 10, 15 years. Uh, I only discovered, like I'd never seen live comedy until about two years ago. So, and I'm like a, a weekly more than an every day, yeah. Yeah. you know, which um, maybe that will change someday, but right now I just can't organize my life that well. <laughs> that just seems healthier. It <laughs> might be, it might be. We'll see. I like six, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to come off as jaded, but, yeah, it just, it, it does wear you down a little bit. I'm sure. I'm sure. Am I in the way? No, you're not. Oh. I'm just uh, All right. This is 2150. Yeah, the first, I, I was interested to check out a mic, and I looked around online to see what was available, and uh, I saw that there was one, like, in the Fenway in a Chinese restaurant, and, uh... I was like, oh, that looks super awkward and awful. I should go to that. <laughs> and I was totally right. Uh, and the first. Was it awkward and awful? <laughs> yeah, way more than I expected. Even. I was four through six. <laughs> the most awkward and awful comedy. So, wait, uh, so which open mic was that? This is Grandma's Basement open mic. Uh, it used to be right by Fenway. It's closed down now because they changed it into some kind of. Horrible hotel. Yeah. That is, like, puts up giant posters of the rock and roll that used to actually be there yeah it really it used to be like a bad hotel and now it's like an aesthetically or uh culturally bad hotel in uh, a way yeah, like yeah like a hard rock cafe for hotels weird yeah. yeah they did that to my gym as well planet fitness oh. turned into rock and fitness and now they're just like weird posters of like, but not even rock and roll. Like they have like a poster of Jimi Hendrix, but also like a poster of Britney Spears and like Justin Timberlake. That's and so long. That's, yeah. that's, very ah. weird. that's just weird. It feels weird. Like for a lot of reasons. One, because I thought Planet Fitness was doing well because they have so many locations. Two, because just the concept. It's, yeah, that yeah, is very I don't want to look at Jimi Hendrix while yeah. like yeah. thinking about how much I need to sweat. Yeah. Yuck. It's yeah. a, it was a questionable decision. Yeah. Wait, what are you looking at now? I'm just looking at the, there's a thing of used CDs that I was just looking at. There's a VHS tape of the Avengers. What? And Goldeneye. Wait, where? I don't right see it. Right there. It oh, says that's, the Avengers. Oh, not the, that's not, yeah, that's the other Avengers. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the British Avengers. Yeah, the one yeah. with the, yeah, not, you know, the Marvel one. Yeah. The Goldeneye, oh, love that one. That is a game I, that's like the only video game I've really ever played. 
I was a master of it. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I unlocked all the cheat codes. Do you buy those or do you have no. Yeah, you have to play through, like, they give you a, a difficulty level, and then you have to beat a level within a certain time period. Oh, Some of them were... Get cheat codes. Yeah, and then you could be, like, invincibility was a very hard one to get. Interesting. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, that was several months of my life. Jeez, wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. All right, I'm going to have to get some food. Yes. Okay. Go get some food. You Angela. Have a good day. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. here. Thanks you. I'm going to put a link to your store yeah. in, the, in the notes of the podcast. I'm sure that this podcast won't be up in time, but I will be back here Tuesday for uh, what's the show. It absolutely won't be up by yeah, yeah. then. <laughs> I'll be very honest with you. It'll be up in a month or so. Have a good day, guys. See you. Thanks. Ah, oh, yeah, there's a step. Yeah. So, wait, where are we going to brunch? This way. Okay. Yeah. So when you were a kid, you did music and video games? Is that accurate? More more or less. And, like, I watched a lot of wrestling. I was a wrestling fan for years. So there's a weird thing in Boston comedy where a lot of people seem to have liked wrestling, while this, as an entire phenomena, completely escapes me. Explain to me why you were into wrestling. Um, I think there was simple stories and the physicality of it. Uh, It was right when I started watching it. I was, like, four and it was on right after Saturday morning cartoons. So, like, whatever, like, Looney Tunes or whatever I was watching would wrap at noon. And then right after that, there would be some wrestling, and I got into it there. And, like, some neighborhood kid was also into it. So we were friends over that. And then I kind of, I'm in a weird zone when it comes to the other wrestling fans of my generation. Because I stopped watching from, like, third grade through seventh or eighth grade. Uh-huh. Which was, like, when uh, it got very popular with, like... Uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, oh, yeah. like those guys, like that generation of wrestlers. Uh-huh. So I missed that completely, and all of my knowledge of that is like secondhand, uh, okay. sort of. So I'm, it's a, yeah, so I've got like this weird pre 1993 and then 2000 and afterwards. So you still watch wrestling? A little bit. I don't, I don't really keep up. I'll, I'll read summaries and things like interest me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll watch, I am kind of, I'm subscribed to the, uh, WWE's like service thing that you stream videos. Uh-huh. That's mostly because my roommate watches like religiously. Uh, yeah. So uh, I haven't really used it that much in the past couple of days. Do you? Is there like a local scene? Because like I know some people who like do wrestling. How does that interact with the wrestling that you would be subscribing to via that service? Not at all. Okay. I think like yeah, local stuff. I've not really gotten into. I know I've got friends who go to those every now and then. I mm. like just I'm always busy whenever. Something sounds good, but I would love to just see a cheap show okay. sometime, but so far, nothing. So you're from Massachusetts. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how you came to Boston, like what you do, all that. Um, I grew up <laughs> south of Boston in the suburbs of Dedham, Mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about 15 minutes south. We should probably cross the street here. Okay. Um, I pushed the button. It has a good sound. I like it. Staying in. I just <laughs> I say it every time I do it. Um, <laughs> and then like I moved out to Western Mass after I got um, after I went to college at UMass Amherst. I stayed out there for a few years, and that's where I started comedy. Uh-huh. But there's only really one open mic and maybe some in like Connecticut that were reachable, uh-huh. and those would be long drives. So I've like started coming out here right. for more stage time because I could like. At the time, I could double up at uh, this pizza place that had an open mic called Rogie's uh-huh. and the Middle East, which is still running their mic. And I, that was the only opportunity I had to do two sets in a night. Yeah. So I would go out here, drive the two hours, do that, Jeez. come back. 
uh, work a full day, do the Wednesday open mic that was over there, uh -huh. then maybe drive over here again on Thursday for uh, Grandma's Basement, go back. There were times where I'd drive two hours to do Sally O'Brien's for just what? two minutes of stage time, yeah. So you moved to Boston specifically for comedy? More or less, yeah. And yeah. also, like, by that point, uh, I'd broken up with uh, the girlfriend I'd stayed out there for, uh -huh. and I really, all my friends were out here. Yeah. So I moved out here outside a nice opportunity because one of my uh, friends was like, I have a space in my uh, house for a room that you can rent and also a job you can have. And I was like, uh -huh. well, that all works out. Yeah. So wait, how long ago was that? And in, is that the same job you're still working in, same apartment? Yes, same oh. apartment, same job. That's what, about two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you stayed uh, in Western Mass for quite some time after school. Yeah, uh, graduated 2008. And then I think I was out there until 2010 or so. Oh, nice. Yeah, that must, no, maybe 2011. Oh. It's a little hard to tell, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I stayed out there for a little while, and like there are some people who, who still, like in comedy, think that I'm from there. From which Western I, Mass. Yeah, which, ah. I mean, I'm a little bit of a hippie, but <laughs> I'm not a burnout. <laughs> is Western Mass just for burnouts? No, there's just there's like there is a super liberal hippie thing. Like anybody who's there has been older, kind of has that vibe to them. Oh. Um, it was actually a dis a high school teacher threw at me at some. Uh, because I told him I stayed. <laughs> I had one of my teachers at high school, I like, visited uh, a football game or something, some Thanksgiving. Uh -huh. And he was like, so what are you up to? And I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm living out in Western Mass. He's like, oh, with all the other burnouts. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck you, man. Like, you're, I mean, you're out here, but you're just telling stories about how you met Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> that was his only claim to fame. Really? Nice, nice guy, but like, yeah. Like, he has no <laughs> right to call me a burnout. Yeah when he actually was a hippie. <laughs> so, in addition to comedy, you have other interests. Tell us a little bit about how you got into those. Music I've liked since probably seventh grade. I think that's when I bought my first uh, CDs. What was it, or what were your first CDs? Corn's Follow the Leader, uh -huh. and The Offspring's Americana, <laughs> two albums that I don't listen to ever, but I, I, they each have maybe two good songs on them. Right. A lot of homophobia on that. Corn yeah. CD, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know better. We didn't know better as a, as a people, as a nation and kind of a gender. That yeah. was, <laughs> you guys, it took 10 years and you guys are getting better now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's weird to think about that. Cause like I started listening to music when it was just like, girls are into boy bands, guys are into Limp Bizkit. Yeah. And then like now I am definitely listening to boy bands way more. Like, wait, which boy bands? I still enjoy NSYNC, yeah. like full album level, like NSYNC. And really? then, yeah. Uh, I think even I only know the singles, really. Uh, um, no Strings Attached is really good. <laughs> Just really bright pop. I still know all the lyrics to that one somehow. Uh, Backstreet Boys, I like the greatest hits. Uh -huh. And sometimes I'll like give a shot to like the recent stuff they've done just for the sake of someone's got to listen to them. Yeah. So yeah, those are the ones I really listen to. And I just like pop music in general. Uh -huh. So I wind up listening to a lot of that. So in addition to the Stones, who would you say are your favorite musicians? Pulp is going to be a, a top one. Uh -huh. uh, Public Enemy, let's see, Weezer, Butch Walker, Prince, Bob Dylan, who else? Uh, I could just go on, there's a lot. The Clash, Buzzcocks. I re if you don't cut me off, I'm going to just list a bunch of things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Paramore, Fall Out Boy. Wait, really? Oh, God. Wait, Paramore yeah. and Fall Out Boy are in your top? Yeah. Are you still experiencing teen angst for some reason? I don't know. <laughs> All angst is angst, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, Paramore was my top 
album of last year. So really? Yep. By Wait. some insane margin, I uh, you can look that up at the Village Voice website or you know Google me and hasn't drop or whatever okay so wait what's going to be on your list this year so far so far let's see sharon van etten run the jewels 2 sturgill simpson lydia loveless are like the top four so maybe taylor swift probably charlie xcx okay yeah all these things seem way more respectable than paramore and fallout boy are they really though i mean i think uh, i don't know i think fallout boy gets a bad rap i think i think the emo pop of like the 2004 five ish range like gets a bad rap yes i would agree like i think there there's a lot more quality there's a lot of shit <laughs> like it's like hair metal in the sense that there's a lot of shit but the good stuff's pretty good okay yeah i feel like as a generation we're like oh my god that's so high school get it out of here yeah. versus like accepting that we liked it for a reason yeah i didn't even like it back then i just kind of really? yeah i just i like fallout boy when it like when they came out Let's see, uh, let's go to Zoe's down here. Wait, Zoe, okay, we're going down. Yep. We're going downstairs. Wait, this place sounds familiar. Have you mentioned them before? I probably have. Maybe you just told me this is where we're going. Yeah, that's probably it. Really. Okay. I, uh, I usually don't go here by... This is the door? Yeah, okay. I usually don't come here like by choice. Usually it's because I'm like watching uh, You're the Expert, which is a show that sometimes happens at the Oberon across the street. Yeah, usually I wind up thinking like, I want to get food, and then what are the options? And then I don't want to walk a long way. And then the Brazilian place next door is closed, and then I wind up here. But it's good food. I just forget about it. I only just learned the name last week or so planning for this. Yeah. So. so that's an interesting favorite place choice, just like... It's, uh, my favorite place is supposed to be the whole area. If I, if I really had my way, we'd walk from like the 1369 coffee shop up through the garage in Harvard Square. But that is kind of a long walk. I don't, I've never been to that, so you're going to describe it, but do we need to like let them know that we want to be seated? I think so. I thought Yeah, there's a sign that says... Please wait to be seated, and there is no one to perform said seating. Yeah, well, give it time. It's good. Two. For someone who hates Zoe Deschanel, you uh, are able to separate her eras very well. It's just what, like, twee hipster fashion was in certain times, and it's easy to assign that to Zoe Deschanel. I don't really see twee hipster Zoe Deschanel in your outfit right now but it's a striped cardigan it practically says oh i thought about being a librarian once have you um i don't think librarian was ever what i was into i did take a test when i was a kid that said that i should be a florist but those tests don't take into account like your body and the fact that i'm allergic to like all flowers oh i was like what does your body have to do with flowers <laughs> yeah okay yeah Okay, that makes sense. I never really wanted to be... I majored in English, but I didn't want to be a librarian. So wait, what have you had here, and what's good? I've had several of the omelets. Okay. Uh, I've probably had uh, waffles at some point. Right. Because I don't not do waffles. I have a lot of brunches, so... Oh. Um, I don't think I've had anything that's not breakfast here. Got it. And I've only ever... This is the first time I've been here before 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do a lot of... A lot of... 
breakfast foods for all times of day and stuff. Oh, I could do that. They've got sweet potato pancakes. Those are good. I don't know what to get. Anything you're in the mood for? I've gotten several of the Benedicts. The what? The Benedicts. Oh. Yeah. Those are delightful. If I have that, I will fall asleep. Okay. I may do the south of the border omelet. I've been eating like shit lately, and I... Uh, just because I, partially because I lived in my mom's house uh, for a week, and like I was eating the leftovers over there and uh-huh. wasn't able to really, or was too lazy to like serve myself food that I wanted. You don't have to. You didn't have my week. That's true. Yeah. But I also didn't eat very healthy. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a health nut, so a little bit. You're a health nut? A little bit, I mean. You do exercise more than me. Yeah. You exercise more than me. Yeah. Now, and I like didn't because of the knee surgery for like the past week or so, so I'm like feeling shitty. Talk about the knee surgery. I had knee surgery a week ago. Uh, It was a minor. I've had two knee surgeries. The last one last week was minor. Uh, I never even used the crutches. Afterwards, you were to use and you didn't? 24 hours. I was supposed to stop using. Don't give me that look. Um, tw- I was supposed to stop using the crutches 24 hours after the surgery, okay. and like the night after, I was feeling fine. Yeah, but what if you're causing more scar tissue that's only going to need to be operated on later? I don't know. Then we'll do it again. I. Keep getting knee surgery I'm gonna keep getting knee surgeries until I have an hour of material about knee surgeries. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. It should be, it should be fine. I had the post-op. They said it looked good. They shaved off some scar tissue from the previous surgery, so my ACL has some space to move again. I don't know what an ACL is, but I believe it's a ligament that keeps your legs together, basically. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Keeps them from, uh, keeps the bones from shifting forward over each other. Yeah. Yeah. I brought it up before we started eating because yeah. I'm considerate Thank and a you. gentleman. <laughs> I think, okay, so I've changed my mind. Okay. I'm not going to get the mm-hmm. I'm going to get the sweet potato pancakes and I'm going to add fresh strawberries. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to have the crunchy French toast and no, I'll just leave it at that. Nice. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to Okay. So now we're leaving Zoe's. We've both had uh, very filling, carb-heavy meals. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? Uh, it was good food. Uh, you know, I expect I've been here before, so I like the food here. Um, I had French toast, and I always love a good French toast. Oh! <laughs> Jer forgot the CD that he just purchased, essentially leaving $21.50 on the table. I can hold that for you. Nope, I got it. I was like, as a, as a woman, I do have a, no. a satchel on me all of the time. It fits in my pocket, so I'm good. I was just forgetful. Got it. As I sometimes am. So what are we looking at now? Uh, we are walking still in the same direction uh, down Mass Ave. We're almost at Harvard Square. So we're going to hit that. Uh, we're going to get on the T. Yeah. We're going to get on the T, and we're going to go to the movie theater, and we're going to see Top 5 the new Chris Rock movie that's made me suddenly interested in Chris Rock again. You weren't interested in Chris Rock a little bit for there? Um, well, I just didn't really think of him <laughs> very much, especially not his film efforts. But then I'm reading all of his articles that are in, like, 
Vulture and like Rolling Stone, and he has, I think, one in he wrote uh, yep. an editorial to Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, <laughs> about race in Hollywood. Yeah, very interesting. I haven't read all of that. I've read all of the other two though. Uh, they they're all very good. Yeah, I think I've I didn't read one of them, but otherwise all these interviews have been good. Yeah, I think the movie's been worth it just for the interview. The yeah, just the, for the promotional yeah. stuff that's uh, piling up over there. I want to cut this way because it feels shorter. Okay, you can. Okay. Yeah. So it's your podcast. <laughs> this is your podcast. So on while we place. let's go this way. <laughs> Whatever, Jay. There's okay. a bookstore I like over there that we're skipping completely. Are we? Fine. Did you want it? No, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I just... Whatever. Um, so I don't like the book. what are you? What are you? Like some final thoughts on Boston. Also, where you would take someone if they were just visiting. Love the city. I plan on moving eventually, but like I think I would probably come back after a year or two. Mm-hmm. Where I would take somebody, I would probably go. I know we didn't go technically to Harvard Square for this, but I'd probably go there uh-huh. and uh, what they want to do. I mean, I know where there's comedy there. there That's is comedy yeah. In Harvard. Yeah, the comedy studio would be along the walk that I would say is a part of my favorite places. So, um, yeah, that and the garage over at uh, right kind of uh, down the street from there. And there's plenty of stuff to do around there, so yeah. So next year, you're going to be spending quite a bit of time at the Comedy Studio. Tell listeners a little bit about the program that you're going to be a part of. Uh, Every year, they pick 12 comics, one for every month, and then for each month, uh, that comic does all the shows, and I'll be doing all of them in November. So Tuesday through Sunday uh, for that, and that'll be the... My residency starts the day I turn 30. I'm very... That's why I chose it. And I'll also be there the night before, so I should probably plan a party of some kind. Wait, so you have to be there on Halloween? Hell yeah. Why? Because they put me on there. And I I didn't ask for it, so I think that's fate. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it's going to be a fun time. I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. It's going to be a big big 2015 for Jared Bear. So how is your comedy developing in general? So outside of just comic and residence, where would you say you're kind of moving, sort of stylistic shifts based on where you started? I'm definitely moving more into stories, a little bit less observational. Like there's observational stuff that I do that I actually can't really fit anymore. Uh-huh. It doesn't flow very well. Sorry, I got distracted by a cute hat. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm getting more comfortable with that, trying to get a little bit more physical despite various leg injuries. Yeah, and whatever feels natural for me. I'm not really a planner. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kenise and I have talked about this a bunch. I'm not a planning type of person. While she is, I kind of just go with what I feel. That seems absolutely terrifying yeah. to me. <laughs> and it's the only way I know how to be. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer to... Uh, <laughs> you prefer to hang over the chasm of the unknown? Yes, I prefer. The chaos of just anything? I prefer to spill the milk and clean it up however it needs to be cleaned well, up afterwards. Because I. Does not spill the milk? Because you don't know where the milk's going to land. What? Is, where, in what world is it going to land on something good where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy we spilled, we poured milk all over this thing? I don't know, maybe it'll land in a bowl. What? <laughs> This is a bad metaphor. This is an awful metaphor. Now we're trapped in a bad metaphor. I'm a bad person. This is a bad metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) I should feel bad. (laughs) 
There's another book, book place I like. Yeah, this is a good walk. <laughs> See, not such a bad path. Yeah, well, we missed. Out. Whatever. <laughs> I like how. I like how it just devolves into play fighting. <laughs> it's effective. Um, yeah. It has a good flow. Yeah. I'm just gonna walk. Yeah. So we just passed the Hong Kong, which is where the comedy studio is located, on the third floor of that place. Google says it's the fourth floor. They're wrong. Um, there's also a weird photo that used to be associated with it if you Googled the comedy studio. Not really. I didn't notice. Yeah. I think it was from somebody's, like, specifically themed show, but it was, like, a lady bodybuilder and, like, a guy lifting a weight on a beach. I've seen that, yeah. yeah. I don't know what that was for, but, yeah, okay, I remember that now. Oh, well. I feel like it's cold. Uh, I feel like we're not in the sun anymore. Yeah. So when we were in the sun, it felt like the full 42 degrees that it is. And now we're in the shade where the wind is blowing and I feel like moving, essentially. Yeah. Between Weirdo Records and Zoe's, yeah, I didn't even. A chick walked by with like the coolest jacket I've ever seen. Oh, I missed it. You did. <laughs> Well, now, I, you know, I lived a life without regrets until now. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you're never going to see that again. I didn't take a picture. You didn't take a picture? You're not even describing yeah. it to me. You described the records I looked at. <laughs> <laughs> so the jacket, guys, it was like kind of a neon, but she was wearing all black. So it was like this super cool contrast. I don't know. We can never recreate that moment <laughs> with words. You just needed to see it. It was amazing. It's kind of funny because I didn't think we were going to go walk all this way, but now we're pretty close to what I would have plotted out as my uh, huh. fair place thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Oh, it's too cold. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was colder last week when we were supposed to do it at first. Yes, we were going to record last week, uh, but instead of being 42 degrees, it was like 28 degrees, and I can't. I just can't. Yeah. I could have, but I just didn't want to. I, I was being considerate. I appreciate that. You were born here, so your skin actually formed with the knowledge that this was even a possibility. Mine did not, and therefore I will never be comfortable if it is below, like, 45 degrees. It's just barely right now. Are you okay? Are you doing okay? That's why we're even doing this at all. <laughs> um, and we're about to come up on the garage, which would be... It's uh, this building here, That's, sort oh. of. Yeah, it's not an actual garage. It's more of a mall-ish thing. They've got an anime store and a Newberry Comics that I go to. Oh. Pretty much, if I'm going to be at the comedy studio, you can probably find me at that Newberry Comics for the 90 minutes before the show starts. Now we know where to stalk Jer. Yeah. Not that you should, but if you needed to, now you can. Or wanted to. Um, <laughs> does anyone need to stalk anybody is the question that that implies. Why does it smell like poo? I don't know, probably dogs... I love dogs, but they also poop. Is this a song from Kill Bill? Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is the airplane theme at the end of the first one. All right. So now we're at Harvard Square, the sea station. Oh, we should end the podcast with the Kill Bill music. Yeah. Do you <laughs> Where is it coming from? It's uh, this way. Where? Just follow me a little okay. bit. I think I think they're, yeah, here it is. They're playing it off. Yeah. Here it is. Oh, oh they're playing it. Yeah. They're like actually. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So this is Harvard Square. People playing songs. <laughs> ah. 
kismet, baby. <laughs> so say something, like a last thought. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, you're a wonderful podcast host. And uh, um, <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>